22, the last chapter, the last book of the whole 66 books of the Bible. I'll read a little bit and then we'll get back into it. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, no need no, no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These things, these sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Now, I'm going to stop right there. We have a problem with this chapter. If we demand that is it, it is in keeping in the strict chronology, I mean that we've been all, now we're at the last, now this is all the last things. I don't think it is. And I'll show you why. Now the first two verses. There was the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. Does that indicate time passage? That would be a vote against it being in eternity. Millennial truth. Next. And yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. In eternity... There's not going to be lost people or lost rebellious nations in eternity. So why do these nations need to be healed? Now you can look up commentaries and all that. But the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Well, I mean, even now you get some leaves are for healing. Make medicines out of that seems to be more in keeping into this earth situation than into the eternal situation. Now, I've never heard anybody say this about it. This is my opinion, but I like for things to make sense. First criteria of interpreting the Bible. If the simple sense makes good sense, don't look for any other sense. So I say 
Forget your chronology with chapters 1 to 2. There's other reasons during this chapter, and we'll point those out. So I've, what's that mean? The trees for the leaves of the trees for the healing of the nations. And that's in eternity. Well, no, not necessarily. That's not in eternity if this is not in chronological order. All right, and then he says some other things that'll do that. All right. So he talks about the tree of life. Well, we started out with the tree of life in the Garden of Eden, didn't we? And that's one when Adam and Eve got driven out of the garden. The Lord put flaming swords, cherubims there to guard the way to the tree of life. And here's the tree of life. We had it also in chapter 2 of Revelation. <clears throat> so, if you want to talk to me about that, that's my opinion of those first two verses. Uh, and there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Uh, that's the abode of God. They shall see his face, his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. These are overall statements of what will be happening. But it's not limited to out in eternity. And he said unto me, These things are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets. Now some of these guys have got holy prophets. P-R-O-F-I-T-S. Your Joel Osteen's and his ill. That's kind of holy prophets they are. But these are the other kind. Verse, where am I? There should be no night. I got that in verse 5. Verse 6, he said, these things are faithful and true. Yeah, the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly be done. Shortly. Not in our time. That's God's time. It's already been over 2,000 years. So, behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Again, very similar to what he said in Revelation, the first chapter. Blessed is he that readeth and keepeth the sayings of this book. And there are just a whole host of Preachers, pastors that will not preach the book of Revelation to the churches. And some of them say, well, it's just all symbolic and, and uh, it's too dangerous. But that's not what the Lord says. Do we follow the Lord or not? Do we follow the Lord in his word or not? And we most certainly do. We don't follow them. And so... Look back there at Revelation 1.
Verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. There it is, shortly, quickly, near, at hand. So, all indications are, the Lord expects us to read this book. And to heed this book. Verse 8. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down uh, to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Well, Brother John, you made a mistake here. We don't get down on Brother John. We'd have probably done the same thing. Can you imagine, his head has got to be swimming. After he has seen the whole book of the Revelation and been carried up and down and out and around, what kind of a mindset do you think he's in? He's got to be swimming. I believe about that time. You know how some guys get in boot camp or basic training and you get, you get the fear put on you. You'll soar anything that moves. If a bush moves, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Is that how y'all had to answer? Oh, yeah. Sir, no, sir. Well, ain't nobody going to make me do that. You, <laughs> you hide and watch. That's what you think. Well, I believe John is in that same type of mindset. After seeing everything he's done, he's seen. We haven't seen. We've got a word picture of it, but he saw the stuff. His mind has got to be swimming on him. And he didn't know what to do. He bows before that angel to worship. <laughs> he knew one thing, he'd way out of his league. <laughs> but the angel said to him, See thou do it, he said to me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. Well, let's see, chapter 1 again, verse 17, I think we had that. Yeah. Of course, this is the Lord. He said, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. <laughs> he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, fear not, I am the first and the last. That's he actually fell down dead as he was dead before the Lord. But anyway, what are people doing bowing down and kissing the ring of the Pope? I mean, they do that. They clamor to do that. K 
kings and queens do that. If you're not supposed to bow down at the foot of an angel, certainly no guy like that with his little red slippers on. Verse 10, And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Now that Greek word there is angus, which means near, right there. It's close. Very reminiscent of what he told Daniel in chapter 12 of Daniel, except he told Daniel to seal a book. Now it's not to, it's the different time. Seal not the sayings of the book, of the prophets of this book. Verse 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Look back at Daniel 12. Verse 8. We'll look at verse 4 first, then we'll go to 8. But thou, old Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. I think we can see that today. Doesn't, didn't say wisdom shall be increased. said knowledge and there's a difference. And then in verse 8 I heard but I understood not. Daniel didn't understand everything that he heard. I honestly don't understand everything I hear. I honestly don't understand everything I read. I believe it. But don't necessarily understand it. But you know you don't have to understand it to do it. And I said, then said I, Oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. He that is unjust... Let him be unjust still. I think what he's talking about is a state of depraved mankind both now and in eternity. Unless the work does a work, the Lord does a work of grace. And take out your cold, stony, wicked, black heart. 
and put in a new heart. That's who he's, that's who he's talking about. Unjust, filthy, and continue on. I've got an article. J.N. Dabney. No, Robert L. Dabney. He was Stonewall Jackson's chaplain during the Civil War. Stonewall Jackson was a good man. So was Robert E. Lee. So was so was uh, Grant uh, Lee. Who else did I say? Yeah, Robert E. Lee, Jefferson Davis, Stonewall Jackson. They were godly men. They knew the Lord. They loved the Lord. I'm not trying to fight the Civil War, but I'm telling you that they were good men. And Robert Dabney was the chaplain for Stonewall Jackson. Brilliant, brilliant man. He was Presbyterian. But I've got his writings. Most of them are good. Excellent. And he, he quotes this scripture right here. Why is hell for eternity? And one of his reasons is right here. Of course, the actual truth of the matter is, one sins ought to touch. And in order to pay for that, it takes eternity. But it never gets paid. Because him that is unjust, let him be unjust still. Him that is filthy, let him be filthy still. They never quit sinning in hell neither in Hades or the lake of fire the sinning goes on they don't get purified they don't get better which is another lie that the Catholic Church promotes they do it in secret but they still promote it and that is purgatory most Catholics you can't, can't tell you anything about purgatory they don't know anything about it. They've been told, the priests have been instructed to keep quiet about it. Because they know what the world will do with it. Exactly what Martin Luther did with it. But they say that purgatory purifies you. That came right straight from uh, Mithraic pagan sun god worship that you go there to get purged of your sinfulness and your sins nobody knows how long you have to stay you just have to if you're alive you just have to keep paying that's how they get most of the money so we don't get money like that yeah we don't lie to people like that but hell is not designed to, to uh, purify. Look at uh, Thessalonians.
2 Thessalonians chapter 1. Verse 7. And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Hell is not for purifying you. It's for God taking vengeance and punishing. Now I guarantee you there ain't a handful of people in any of these churches around here that want to hear that preached. But it is Bible. Well, anyway. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. In the Greek, that's eti. Hereafter. On and on. Into eternity. And behold, I come quickly. He said shortly. He said quickly. He said it's near. And my reward is with me. Now see, now that verse is not in the eternal ages. That's pretty obvious. To give every man according as his work shall be. That'll, I believe, probably take place somewhere right after the mid, midway during the 70th week. So this is, what I'm saying is, this is not chronological in order. It's true, but it's not chrono, in chronological order. And Jesus says once again, I am Alpha and Omega. And if you didn't know what that was, he tells you the beginning and the end. The first and the last of the Greek language, first and last letters. <clears throat> Blessed are they that do his commandments. Hmm. That they may have exousias, authority, to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Now, 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 let's look at that. Salvation does not come from doing his commandments. Service does. That's bride truth, folks. That's exactly what that is. And for without, how far out? Looks to me like pretty far out. Are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Now I heard a fellow one time that got onto that and said that uh, that verse 
is just talking about, verse 15 is talking about kind of disobedient believers. And actually had himself a Baptist purgatory. He's dead and gone now. <clears throat> but anyway, without a long way out. Now, who are the dogs? Well, Matthew 7, we've got dogs mentioned several times. Matthew 7, Philippians 3, 2 Peter 2. Dogs. Uh, a lot of Jewish heretics. And sorcerers. Druggies will get in there too. And whoremongers. You know. That's those that get them. Those that do it and those that go get them. Pay them. Whoremongers. Whores and mongers. But you know that's not limited to women. Uh, male and female. So well, they're, they're not worse than nobody else. That's not what that says. And murderers, it's amazing the amount of murdering that's going on. I mean, in, in Lexington, Kentucky, A seven-year-old kid got killed by a bullet going through his house, and he, he was in his bed asleep. I'm not in, in favor of gun control unless you mean hitting what you aim at. Gun control has not, it will not, and it cannot work. Chicago, Illinois has some of the absolute strictest gun laws New York City does. And there are more people murdered every weekend in Chicago, Illinois than was murdered in the whole old west the whole time. And they don't do anything about it. It's not the guns where the problem is. It's called the courts and the stinking lawyers. If you've got enough money, you can buy a good enough lawyer, he can probably get you off of anything. Anybody remember that old jail they had down on Short Street? Look like an old castle. Anybody? Did you ever see that, brother? It's been torn down for a long time. Now they got one look like a thoroughbred horse barn. But this looked like an old castle. Kind of looked like uh, uh, Eddieville. Have you ever seen Eddieville on Kentucky Lake down or Bar Lake Barkley? 
It's a scary side. Did you see it? We were talking down there. You did, Star. You remember it? You did, didn't you? You remember what it looked like? Scary place. I've been in it. On the free side. Went down there to see a guy on death row. Anyway. That's kind of the way a short street jail looked. And to tell me I was never inside of it. But to tell me that they had on the prison walls. If God can't help you, contact John Y. Brown. <laughs> that was a governor, the former governor's daddy. Big lawyers. And a lot of clout. Smart. But that's where the problem is. If, if we go ahead, do what ought to be done. Somebody commits a murder, prove that he's innocent or guilty, he or she. And if they wantonly took another life, make sure everything was done, all the T's were crossed and the I's were dotted, and all everything procedure done, then take them to a rope and unceremoniously hang them. It's over with. If that was done, Happy Chandler said, criminals fear the rope. He ought to know. He was a governor of Kentucky when the last hanging took place in Owensboro, Kentucky. He knew what they feared. They said, oh, they don't fear death, they fear life in prison. No, you watch every trial, every trial of murders and rapists and all that, they'll make, they'll, they'll come clean if you guarantee you'll take the death penalty off the table. They make that bargain every time. And so these uh, lying sob sisters that say they, oh, they don't fear that, they're lying. They're lying. They say, well, we don't, capital punishment doesn't work. How would we know? There might have been two or three people executed in the last 50 years. I can get the statistics on it. I'll do it for you. But there hadn't been very many. And wonder how many capital crimes have been committed in the last 50 years in the state of Kentucky. Have a rough time writing them down, wouldn't you? We don't know whether they'll work or not because we have not tried it. But it will work. And if that, if that criminal knows he uses that gun in a robbery, he's going to die the death. No question about it. And all these 25, 30 year appeals is absolutely ungodly. Anyway, murders and idolaters. You think God has an easy opinion of idolatry? Where can you go in the Bible that you don't pick up something about idolatry? And here you've got it at the very last in this list of murderers, you've got idolaters. God hates idolatry. And whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, 
Boy, not many politicians going to make it, are they? I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things, not in the church, in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. Now you tell me why the NIV has got Lucifer, the bright and morning star. Because it's the Bible of the Antichrist. Anyway. And the spirit and the bride say come. We know capital S. We know who the spirit is. The third person of the triune Godhead. And he says it through his word and through his spokespeople. And the bride say come. Wonder who he's talking about. Could that be his kind of church? His kind of churches? exactly who he's talking about and yet all of these Protestant Baptists they come up just pass by all of that oh it doesn't mean anything and let him that heareth say come let him that is thirst come and whosoever will let him take of the water of life freely somebody say I'm a whosoever willer I am too I'm a whosoever willer. Well, that means whoever won't doesn't. For I testify unto you, unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. I do not know how that's going to work, but it sounds pretty bad to me. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He's not teaching losing your salvation. But it's still pretty bad. Deuteronomy 12, Proverbs 30. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. There's John. Old man. He knows what's coming. He says, Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. And thus is the end of the book of the Revelation. Amen.